Walk out the door, you see someone that you know, and they ask you how you are, and you just have to say that you're fine. Yeah. Okay. fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand hello you're listening to you okay hun a weekly advice podcast i'm your host feeling zesty fresh and hashtag blessed dave and i'm mona lisa who just had a little moment there you did didn't you yeah mona lisa here k-drama watcher k-drama watcher i ruined that do you want to say it again oh no it's not my best i'm kind of running out of ideas about this so oh, let's just get past that okay and we're going to combine our years of experience listening to people complain on a complete lack of qualifications to solve a mixture of your problems and funny problems other people had that we found on the internet i will read the problems and my spiritual mentor mona lisa will do the emotional labor provide the realness and guide us to a workable solution or at least that's how it's supposed to work give us your problems I don't know how or what we were doing, right or wrong or what, for like this one spell of time where loads of people were submitting problems. And I was like, oh no, we've got too many. What are we <laughs> going to do? We're going to have to start writing people back with like really detailed solutions to their problems because we have too many and I feel bad. I don't want anyone to feel left out. Oh God, what are we going to do? Oh no, help me. And then like all of a sudden, just fucking tumbleweeds, no problems. Mm. So, I mean, I keep joking that, you know, we've solved them all, but have we? Have we solved them all? Plus, I did my problem, you know. I'm willing to put myself out there. Yeah, that's put true. Put myself on the line. That's true. And we were going to follow up with one of my problems this week, but I just forgot and didn't do it. Mm. So, um, if you would like to submit a problem, read, please submit a problem. We really want to, f- well, to be honest, we're nosy. We want to find out about your life. What's going on with you? Everyone likes talking about themselves. Take the opportunity. And you definitely have a problem, bitch. Yeah, come on. Everyone's got problems. i got loads of problems. I'm overweight. I'm sore all the time. I'm really <laughs> sad. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible garbage person. So many problems. <laughs> so to submit them, please tweet us at youokhunpodcast. Email us youokhunpodcast at gmail.com. Or leave us a message on Curious Cat, which is completely anonymous. So no one would even know it was you. You could change names around and stuff. Like, say your name's Brenda, you could say that your name's Glenda. Mm. That's about as far as my imagination mm. will take me right now. But, you know, you could probably picture how that would work. Mm. So that's curiouscat.me slash youokhun. And I'll put these in the show description, even though no one checks that. I'm triggered by that. The negative voice in my head is called Brenda, so... <gasps> I'm sorry to I'm sorry to remind you about Brenda. Um. Oh no, should we should that be our problem this week? My negative voice is called Brenda and my boyfriend keeps triggering me by calling mm. all white people Brenda. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Aren't all white people called Becky? Yeah, that's what they're they're called, yeah. Do you remember that time we stumbled I'm called upon, Becky. Do you remember that time we stumbled upon that YouTube channel and it was like Becky and Becky? <laughs> Was that what they were called? Sometimes I watch YouTube channels that like make me so angry. There was a stage I would watch, and I just run in commentary at to no one. It's just me shouting at the screen. That's true. Lisa likes to <laughs> shout at our stories. But one, I mean, it was like when that I got really obsessed with people that were candle vloggers. That was they were. Yeah, candle vlogs are. I mean, they're, and doing, they're, really, they're doing God's they really work. They really smell it though. See when they smell like, the candle. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's like they really get that nose in, and it's always like a Yankee candle or some shit. Yeah, and they really like. And they talk so much about, like, you know, like, 
Oh, I'm getting triggered by this. Is Tesco's <laughs> summer no, no, no. citrus candle? No, seriously, um, and they'll talk about like, oh, it reminds me of the pure 2003 limited edition Christmas one that was you know, some sort of fucking Christmas berry, <sighs> and like it, 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 it really puzzles me. But because I was watching stuff like that, we got led to Becky and Becky. It was two of the most annoying little mm. bitches. I don't think they would even call Becky and Becky. No, they absolutely wouldn't. Would definitely call <laughs> Becky and Becky. I remember it. Do you remember they were clearly. having a sleepover and their mum got some company sponsored them and they gave everyone that came to the sleepover got their own bed. Yes, yeah, so these were like high school age twins. Was that weird that we would watch that twins? I think. Oh, they just no. This is this is the new media. This is what people watch now. Is YouTube videos about Becky and Becky. It's um, fine that we're watching this, especially right. me, an adult man. <laughs> um... Yeah, like, they they were called Becky and Becky. They were high school age. They had this beautiful, big... They had a fucking pool in their, and shit in their house. They had a beautiful, oh, big yeah. American house. One of those American fucking McMansions. And yet, someone decided to sponsor their sleepover. And it like, just, imagine you're I, I'm sleepover. out here sucking dick for crack. <coughs> and they are, are getting sponsored. Oh, hey, guys, it's Becky. And I'm Becky. We're going to have a sleepover. Thanks very much to... Halliburton for sponsoring this video. Uh, thank you for the million dollars that you gave us, and uh, you know, and like, you fuck know, you. it was just such standard white people bullshit. You know, yes. like it was just like all the kids came over, and maybe I'm just really bitter because I had such an awful childhood in the ghetto. But like, you know, like all the little girls came over, and they all put on matching pajamas and like made s'mores or something, and then they all went to sleep in their fucking own single bed, full like full bed. Mm-hmm. Do you know how I used to sleep when I was little? A mattress on the floor. Mm. And that was considered luxury. Do you know who the real victim is here? Who? Me. Uh. Because I am middle class, but I didn't have all those things, yet people are still mean to me about my upbringing. (laughs) I didn't even have a swimming pool. Like, I was practically in the coal mines. I mean, seriously, though, like, oh, those bitches. Mm. Um, And is it wrong to hate on random children on the internet? Maybe. Perhaps, we didn't ever let them know. This was all... Uh, they didn't didn't ever leave our house. So we left angry hate comments. Because yeah. I don't understand people that we, do that. We, left, we, we, we definitely put angry hate comments out into the universe yes, from our spiritually, couch. like mentally, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, there's a lot true. of negative energy circulating off the back of that. But you know what? They've been so blessed in life. Hashtag blessed. And I feel what? like they could deal with some negative energy. Yeah, totally. And I do, I do, I mean, wh- probably, while I hate them with my life, I do think since it's the 4th of July, it is worth saying, despite the fact that I really hate them, all YouTubers are still braver than the American troops. Wow. That was a comment. That's a meme now. Is it? Yeah. Started off when someone said, because um, fucking Ariana Grande's boyfriend has a big willy, that uh-huh. um, her cervix is braver than the American troops. Right. Which is crass, but you know, it went viral. I didn't make it go viral. It went viral. Just don't shoot the messenger, guys. Uh, and then that elicited some sort of weirdo conservative mum, a lot like Roseanne Barr, who we covered several episodes back. Give that a listen, guys. <laughs> Cross promotion. <laughs> um, that prompted some like American, like MAGA Kathy chud mum to be like, stop making jokes about the American trips. They are the bravest people of all. And so uh, now basically just find something funny uh, and say it's braver okay. than the American trips. See, such the, as the, the, te- you teenage know, I, YouTubers I mean, go Becky and Becky. Ha- have I even ranted on the podcast about the military? I don't think you should do that. Well, it's I'm not. Look, I feel like we're going to we're already no, we're already I'm not, I'm alienating wait, a lot of people with I'm our wait political to say views. Something, I'm not going to say something bad. Okay, right. So I have a I do have a problem with the military. I think it's awful and hypocritical, and it's just you know murder just on because you give an get an official government pass to murder someone. That's okay, but 
I will say this. This is what I hate so much about um, the way America handles the troops. It's all like respect for the troops. No one cares about them when they get home. That's true. Like I, although I have a problem with the military, I completely am empathetic towards someone that's been through that ordeal. That is a horrifying experience to go through, and they deserve support when they mm, come back. That's right. You must get really traumatized butchering Afghan civilians, eh? Well, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you completely do. I feel like I made my point there. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, but yeah, no one cares really in America about them. Oh, you know how many home, like how much of the homeless percent, um, homeless population is ex-military? All of them. Yeah, and the, the, no one cares. They don't get good benefits. No, they have to go to shitty fucking places to get support. That's like no one cares about them. It's just a horrible the situation. VA. The VA, yes. The this is all, they're all like, it's not like the VA is pure. The VA should look like Becky and Becky's fucking house. That's true. It should be a McMansion Actually, full of teenage Actually, everyone that serves in the military should probably get that house. I mean, I don't think so. Not that particular house. Just what? that one. Why I would you give, them, give it to them? Why them? Do you know who should get that house? Me. Could you imagine if we lived there? I don't know why I said that. What I mean is, <laughs> if you come back with like injuries, you should get a good Yeah, life. maybe let's not just make them all homeless then, talk loudly, publicly all the time about how much we respect them and you can't say anything bad about them when you're just literally letting yeah, them like, get drug habits can, and like, die in the get streets. get one single tear and look at the American flag and sing the fucking national anthem and talk about trips. But in reality, you don't care about fucking half those guys you'll see on your drive home that are just on the streets because they're so fucking they've got so much PTSD from being in a war because no human being should be in a war because mm. it's so fucking traumatic and awful. Oh. From protecting the troops to the birth of modern imperialism. Are you ready for our first problem? Yeah. That would have been annoying. What would I just slap my knee. Don't know why I did that. I've never like done it. that before. I like it. Yeah it's a real knee a knee slapper. I liked it. I'm not a knee slapping type of gal. Well you are now. Okay, you ready? Yeah? Well, shut your filthy whore mouth then. (laughs) Muy buenos dias, Mona Lisa and Dave. No, no. You seem to specialise in helping people repair their public image. And honestly, I'm surprised you haven't heard from an esteemed colleague of mine. You might remember a little old fellow by the name of Christopher Columbus. Is this from the archives, by the way? This is from the archives, Russell Russell, Parchment, etc. His problems seem right up your street, to be honest. And if you were to read this letter, people might accuse you of being too cool for mainstream genocidal colonial ghouls like Columbus, like a pair of those blasted hipsters I've been hearing about, with their pumpkin spice lattes, artisanal repurposed upcycling centres, and crushing existential despair. Anyway, I digress. I feel like people really have the wrong idea about me, and I need to clear things up. What should I be famous for? Hmm. How about my keen military mind? I was one of the first people to come up with a brilliant concept of defeating friendly and rudimentarily armed indigenous people with muskets, horses and cannonballs. How about spreading the word of God? Yes, I killed a lot of people, but if they had been allowed to live while worshipping heathens, they would just end up in hell for all eternity anyway. I did their mourning loved ones a favour by converting them. And have you ever visited Spain? been impressed by their jaw-dropping Baroque and neoclassical architecture? Well, 
That wouldn't be possible without pioneers like me committing mass murder and ethnic cleansing across the whole of Latin America for centuries, enslaving, pillaging and bleeding the native populations of their natural resources for the glory of the Spanish Empire. You're welcome. But no, all I'm known for is putting a cruel and violent end to the largest and most sophisticated civilization in the pre-Columbian Americas. Don't you snowflakes realise they did it for you? What if one of those savages had, I don't know, cannibalised you? Besides, the Pope said that God chose our Queen to rule the world, so technically what I did was righteous and holy. How can it be bad if God likes it, idiots? What can I do to make people see that I'm a really good guy, and that there's just a natural order to the world we need to adhere to? Funny how you say you hate the imperialist beginnings of the free market capitalism, yet you have iPhones. Hmm. Anyway, I have to go. I'm calling a meeting of the council and I'm having terrible trouble buckling up my breastplate. Hasta la vista, Francisco Pizarro Gonzalez, governor of New Castile. Not that, that, that the uh, buckle up the breastplate there, a little bit of a niche joke about how he died. Just, just FYI, just in case no one got that, because no one's going to get that, because, you know, no one's read the Wikipedia like I have. <laughs> so. Well, um, I feel like we might need to provide a little context into who this person is. Yes. Was um, I meant to do that with Lighter? That he wrote, not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, to clarify, I'm kind of excited about this episode, because... I don't know, maybe people would have guessed this by now, but I watch a lot of historical documentaries. No, you? Yeah, I do. You never, you never say anything about it. Right. And one of the things that I've been watching a lot, okay, this is kind of off topic because it's a whole different culture. I've been watching a lot of Mayan stuff in particular. But in general, I'm a big fan of the Aztecs, Mayas, or the Incas. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about this. Good. So, I mean, right, he's a terrible guy, but he does have a great, like, job title, Conquistador. Conquistador, It's a really great word to say. It's a good word to say. Not a great job to be, though. I feel like Elf when I say that. You know, he's like, Francisco. Oh, yeah, that's his name as well. You could say that about him. Oh, my God! Oh, my Ah! God! Um, I love Elf. Like, I love when it's Christmas, and you can, like, watch Christmas films, and you can watch Elf, and it's so good. I hate that film, and I hate everyone that likes it, including you. I don't really like Christmas films, but I do like that film. It's funny. I don't like it. Okay, so for people who don't know, Francisco... Francisco. Pizarro was a fucking Spanish conquistador. <laughs> See, any of the Spanish words in a normal voice? <laughs> no. Conquistador. I really like Hello, that. sir. Can I have three tacos? <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. So he was born like 1400 something Mm -hmm. and he led an expedition that conquered the Incan Empire. Um, He was something called, they called them soldiers for fortune. Mm. Um, Somewhat similar, I would say, to the soldiers of the Crusades. They were basically just being like, hey, let's go to parts of the map that we don't know what's there Uh and take all the the money and gold that we can. So they weren't like, were they not like conscripted like big higher ups in the Spanish government? Who? The conquistadors. I don't know. Francisco was just a soldier. Was he? Yeah. Blown my mind. He was a real dummy. Oh. 
<laughs> he couldn't read or anything like that. Oh, um, well, Francisco. No his mum left so him at the, on the steps of a of a church when he was a baby. Left him at a bus stop. Mm, left him at a bus stop. Nice job. <laughs> um, yeah, so he just like you know joined the army and was like, hey, I could make a ton of money if mm. I go over to these Americas. Oh, I didn't know that because I had this pure idea of the, these guys being like the pure big nobles that were like, I will conquer uh-huh. this land for you, milady, in the name of the God and the Spanish Queen. No. Um, Damn. No, no, because in a way he got there and, like, the Incans, none of these people were, like, violent towards them. They were more in awe of them. Like, Incans didn't, like, they kind of had these wooden ships Mm. and they obviously looked very different. Incans had never seen Europeans before. Mm. They'd never seen people with, like, the facial hair that they had. They had warm metal, you know, like, wearing armour. It was just, they were more like, it would be like aliens coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? They weren't, it wasn't violent at all. Uh-huh. Like, in reality, he's not a good guy. He's not a talented guy, Francisco. Yeah. He just was completely, like, Ruth- opportunistic. Ruth- opportunistic and ruthless. Weren't they kind of, like, at first, give us your gold, savages? And the people are like, okay, you can have this gold. I don't really need no, this. No, well, kind of. Well, so basically, they basically, their whole thing was about, basically the Spanish crown and the Catholic church because you know uh, that's one of the things Um, still better than Protestants (laughs) controversial yeah so they were spreading that Um, but also people don't really point out there was a massive civil war with the Incas but before the Spanish got there right so the Incan empire was already really like weakened by that ah um yeah, so at one point, I mean, his big thing is that he kidnapped an Incan emperor, the Incan emperor, called Atula, Atula Pala, Atula, uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm probably really, that's probably not how that's pronounced. Yeah. But anyway, they said to him, they kidnapped him and they said to his people, like, actually, what's better about this, how they kidnapped him, yeah. there was a big Incan meeting and they just, like, started shooting everyone, like, fully shooting into the crowd. Oh, good. And like thousands of Incans died, thousands of them. Good, good stuff, cookie stirrers. Like and it. then they kidnapped the, your main guy. Yeah. And the emperor. And they said to him, we'll give him back yeah. if you give us a room full of gold and silver. Yeah. So this happened twice. They got the room fills. And yeah, then they just kept him prisoner. <laughs> Sorry, I just let out a little burp there. Apologies for that. You see what I did there? You see what I did for you? You see what I do for you? Oh my god. I jumped right on that grenade. <laughs> Listen, guys, some people, some very antiquity, an- antiquated, old fashioned viewpoints might be like, oh, a lady doesn't burp. Lisa has never been able to burp in her life, right? And you think that doesn't sound like that much of an inconvenience, but it is. Because think about all that pressure in your tummy that you cannot burp back up. But we've been fucking working tirelessly. We've been doing like rocky training montages. Like, I've been giving her like the Heimlich manoeuvre and everything. We try to just train her to burp. And a little one just popped out there. Now, in normal circumstances, you know, if, if Lisa was a guest on the show, maybe later on I would edit that out. But I'm going to keep it in there because it's actually very important that she did that. And I'm very proud of her. That <laughs> so we have that recorded. Yes. Um. Yeah, so that was funny. <laughs> That was funny. Sorry about that. Just a little burping load. Sorry about that. Back to the fucking ruthless um, slaughter of, and genocide of a, an entire ethnicity. Yes, yeah, so they basically kept him captured. And they kept him captured for like 12 months. And yeah. old Francisco Pierre made friends with him. 
Oh, and to, yeah, because he thought it would be helpful because he was just trying to get information from 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 the emperor ah. to just basically because they're well, looking like, for where's, more. Where's, where's the yeah, where's, the where's El Dorado? Is that a thing? Yeah. Um. So where's all the more gold? Basically, that's what they're looking for. Because for people that get confused, and this is kind of confusing. I get confused about the time periods of all these things because I'm not great with numbers and dates. But for people that are kind of confused, or directions. Over, well, or over. <laughs> this is actually kind of two directions. People get confused whereabouts the Inca and Maya and Aztecs. People think it's all the same area. Mm. So that Aztecs kind of Mexico. Okay. The Mayas slightly further down in Mexico. I'm not really so sure. Central America area. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And then the Inca are actually like southern, actually right. like South America. So like Peru. Yeah, per, no, totally way. Peru. I, I always I hear a lot about Peru. Yeah, so it's like yeah, so it's like that part of the world. Mm. So a lot of it, so much of it, like obviously they came in in the north, and then so much of it was still undiscovered. So he was trying to get information to be like, where's all this fucking gold at? Um, and then eventually he was like, oh, he's just not useful anymore. I'm gonna burn him at the stake. And then everyone freaked out with that cool. and was like, you can't do that because if you burn. And to do with the Inca kind of culture, burning people at stake kind of means that they, their body doesn't go the afterlife, their soul doesn't go the afterlife, and right. it kind of damns them for all eternity. So then they were like, okay, you have forced them to be convert to Christianity. Great. Baptised them, then garroted them. Wow. So yeah, that's what happened. And you know, this whole time, old Francisco's just like, raping and pillaging and doing what else. Now, interestingly, you think, why did these people have so much gold? Well, funnily enough, the Incas thought it was weird when they were wanting the gold. They were like, well, you want this? It wasn't like a precious... No, it wasn't precious to them, but it wasn't something that you would... It wouldn't be something you would like if someone like, invaded the UK today and was like, give us all your corn and sing. Give me your concrete. No, give me your no, grout. No, it was actually kind of used in rituals. And so it was... It would be like ramsacking a church. Hmm... You know, it was like spiritual in a way. Right. So nowadays it'd be like, give me your iPhone because we all pray at the digital altar of social media, right? This podcast is over. (laughs) Sorry, did I get a little bit too real for you there? Yeah, so that's basically a kind of an overview of old Francisco. Yeah. What do you think about him? He's a fucking asshole. I you you watch a lot of documentaries. Uh, I am currently reading a book. Oh, or, you are. Yeah, I'm trying to read a book now. What would it be very convenient is if I'd read the entire book a couple of times and studied it, and then we could talk about this. I've known loads about it, mm. but I have only read some of the book so far. However, I would recommend it. It was written in the 1970s. It's a book called "The Open Veins of Latin America," and it's just about imperialism and colonialism and whatever else in Latin America from the pre-Columbian age all the way through to today. Um, and I think it's interesting to, to look at the conquistador. You okay? Mm-hmm. You seem annoyed at me. No. Did I say something to offend you? No. Are you pro-colonialism yeah. in Latin America? You know me. <laughs> yeah, big colonial, <laughs> big colonial guy. Um, I just think it just it makes me feel really sad and shitty that Latin America is one of these places that is just like a piggy bank for us in the West. You know, a bunch of 
bunch of horrible, spoiled children with rosy cheeks and sailor outfits licking on a big lollipop and be like, no, I don't want it. Do you know what's really horrible to me? So I watched this show called Expedition Unknown and really, if you like this kind of weird stuff that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. you should watch this show. It's really good. Um, But one of the things the guy always, and they go to like all over the world Mm -hmm. um, and see when they're in so many different parts of South America, Central America, it's like, oh, so many of the buildings are actually like Spanish architecture or like French architecture. And it's so sad because it's literally the entire place is just... And some of them are actually built on like Aztec or Inca ruins. Yeah. They've just built their like cathedral. I know, and there's not even like a million ghosts haunting them all the time as well, which is like the one time you really want ghosts to exist. I mean, that was random, but I'm here for that. I'm yeah, well, here for that. You know, it's like Poltergeist. You don't ah, build a house in an Indian burial ground. That was a burial ground. ground, though, right. Yeah, but you know, um, the way that the fucking Spanish kind That's of conquered Latin there. America, I'm pretty sure the entire country is a burial ground, is it not? What's so sad is, and I know everyone kind of says that, like, oh, the Incas and the Mayas, and they were so advanced, but they really were. Yeah. Like, in terms of the pure great ancient civilizations, Like, they shit on us. We were nothing. We were, we were like we were no, and this is the, We were just sitting, like, flinging poo around. Well, no, like, seriously. Um, like, really, the advancements they made, people in Europe were, like, still living in, like, huts. Yeah. You know, and it's ridiculous. But, ugh, it just, it really breaks my heart. It really breaks my heart. Because you've been watching that one recently about the uncovering of uh, things that were, like, what, like, 2000 BC or something? So that was the Mayas, who I think... So I think the Mayas... They're the early, the early culture and civilization. Yeah, they? I think so. Yeah, because yeah, the, the Spanish got rid of the Aztecs and the Incas, right? I think so. Yeah, so, okay. So, yeah, the Mayas were, like... Because there's only a certain amount known about the Mayas. It's called like the Classic Period. Yeah. When they thought before that they were kind of like hunter-gatherers. But they've actually just uncovered all this new evidence that the period before that, like the pre-classic period, which goes back thousands of years, was actually advanced civilizations. They built causeways like and motorways because they, they needed to basically find ways to like store water. Mm-hmm. They had like complete civilizations that had... What's mental is they had like a, they didn't have like one ruler. They had like almost like, in like it was almost like a parliament. Like the rulers were put in place. They were called snake kings, but there was like a series of them. Mm. There was like nine of them, so they all had their different areas. I mean, honestly, why on earth are we pure still in this day and age cutting about with a prime minister when we could have a fucking snake king? In honestly, I, I like that was my first thought, and Come some of them on. had names. What was the names? It was like. Something Panther Claw or something like that. Oh, great, great, names. great names! Yeah, I know. Oh, Theresa May, Prime Minister, Eagle Face, Ravenclaw, Snake God. Like, fuck. Come on. Oh, you said Ravenclaw, the Harry Potter geeks will come for you. Oh, fuck. Sorry, it's for saying Ravenclaw. Ugh. Read a new book. I like Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, I know you do. I don't. I hate it. Although, at one time... Uh, no, I feel quite bad. Should I say this? What? One time I lived near a Waterstones and there was like a midnight opening for a new Harry Potter book and I shouted fake spoilers at the window to annoy people. <laughs> I feel like they re- I really ruined their evening. That was a really... Sh- that's the sort of person that I used to be. Ah, yeah. Really and I feel shitty like, asshole. Yeah, like that's, you know, that's the tip of the iceberg in terms of, you know, like shitty things that I did as a younger man. And I want to... If anyone who's listening to that who was in that queue, 
Uh, I'm sorry for saying those things and temporarily ruining your enjoyment of Harry Potter. It was cruel and mean of me. I did not... I do. I regret it. So, see how you got you are at a time in your uh, a place in your life where you could just do something that you knew was shitty and you knew yeah. was wrong. But isn't that kind of an interesting skill, kind of referring back to our Francisco? Ooh. How do you think he was evil, or do you think he just one bad de- deed led to another, and it kind of got away with him? It's very hard to say because I think you know bloody imperialism and like. Uh, I guess like sort of bioethnic essentialism was like really big back in the day. Like he, they pro- he probably genuinely believed that the the people he was murdering were were animals and that they were like heathens and going to go to hell. Now, does that justify the act? No, it does not. It is it is going back to our old friend reasons and excuses. Mm. It is the reason why it happened because he saw the people as less, and you know that basically what I'm trying to say here is. It's very, very dangerous and you could be on the verge of a historically cruel and terrible thing to take people from Latin America and dehumanise them and see them as less. You see where I'm going with that mm, link there? I do. I do. Yeah, you but like that? But what's interesting to me, it's always, you know how I always Contemporary. Talk, I do, I get that. I, talk, I always talk about that, the concept of kind of evil. That's what yes. we always do. With people, characters like him, we have this a concept of evil mm-hmm. like this kind of absolute he's evil and that's why he did that now not saying that there's not evil people like some people still use the same thing about serial killers yeah. do you know what what is evil though like so many people not that he was but so many people are abused and they get to a point so is that evil but anyway I'm not saying there isn't completely evil people in the world because there is but reducing it to that I think means that we don't discuss the context that led someone to be like that. Yeah. And let's face it, it's something that repeats over and over again. It's happening even now. Yeah, because you watch that serial killer, because uh, obviously, you know, it, you're, you're a white girl in 2018, so you love serial killer things. Mm. Sorry for that, Reid. Um, but you watch the serial killer thing ages, years and years ago. That I want them s- to fuck me because I have problems with my daddy. <laughs> this is what probably all girls Ooh, are serial yow, killer things. Oh, God, I'm doing that thing where I'm pulling say. my collar and sweats. <laughs> Um, not sweat steam. Yeah, you watched the show where the, the guy had that like. Um, remember the like the, the, the evil rankings of. Oh, that was really good. Like, actually, like a most, scale of evil. Most evil, it's called. Yeah, mm. and he kind of and he and he there was a lot of different factors. Yeah, and that's kind of what made me kind of obsessed with that because you know like it's like that thing where you'd say people are very emotional about it, so they say like, oh well, they're all evil. Yeah, but are they? Because there was lots of different factors that you had to consider. Mm. You know, like intent like mental illness history of abuse Mm -hmm. all these different things and in a way it's just kind of because I guess that's what we always need to look at when we see people that have done these great great hugely great I mean great great, as in the mass great great murders just cracking set of murders (laughs) well no I mean just when they've done these kind of spectacularly evil things right as in what led them to that point because to just be it's very reductionist to just say well they're they're just evil uh-huh. because in reality we don't learn anything from that. Yeah, we can't prevent it from happening in the future that's unless we just understand about, why it happened. Well, yeah, because you're place. just making them the other, right? Totally. That's just like you know we're good and yeah. you're evil. But in reality, if you look at the world now, and that's what I think is so funny about social media. Yeah, it's just brought put a mirror to society, and I'm like, see when you get some like fucking ugly white American lady phoning the police on some little girl trying to sell, sell lemonade. Wo- yeah, I'm like that. You need to like look at how these people are acting. Mm. You know, evil and is not that 
it's not so cut and dry. No, it's not. You're right. Ah, it's. Do you know what? It, you, you got me thinking a little bit there. You were saying like, you know, we we can't just other these people or whatever. But don't you think that's a deliberate act because people really can benefit. People, the people in charge, not, not not saying like the Illuminati or New World Order or whatever, but you know, a lot of people at the top rely very much on the ability to make people evil or other them in order to like, you know, exploit them. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, to it, it works way. in both ways though, because a lot of ways it works very much like, it's like the, the serial killer thing. Mm. People have proposed that the, 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 the kind of mass hysteria around serial killers in America mm-hmm. is actually a tool by the American government to like keep people in line. Interesting. That's kind of a weird conspiracy theory, which I'm not really into. But in a way, it's kind of funny when you think of like how serial killers are handled in America, say to other countries. Well, they, they, I mean, is it true that America has more? Oh you... yeah, documented. But I mean, that's the ah, thing, isn't it? It's just documented. Interesting. And part of that will be because they have the FBI. Yeah. You know, it's like that centralized police unit which yeah. can associate all these killings together because. Wait, the FBI do that. Well, the FBI can go into any dis- dis- jurisdiction. Wait, I thought there were female body inspectors. <laughs> I saw a guy with an FBI t-shirt on and it definitely said female I was like, body. What? Are you sure? Lisa? <laughs> definitely said female body inspectors. Wow, on. that was I can't believe I even laughed at that. But it just took <laughs> me by surprise so much that I just had to laugh. It was I like a whole reaction. I think I should get a Vuvuzela that I could like sound when I make fucking just great jokes like that. Oh, do you remember those? Yeah. Very t- timely because it's the World Cup and all. Oh yeah, that's right. Even though it's weird that it's the World Cup because I feel like it's had no impact on my life at all. I don't even know it's the World Cup apart from that one Korean show that I watch. People were watching it on it. But it's because I'm like a weird hermit. It doesn't associate with anyone that likes football or well, leaves the house much. Let me tell you an interesting bit of World Cup related news. Mm. So there was another poisoning in Salisbury today. Um, another was there a first yeah do you remember one? the fucking Ru- the, the quote unquote Russian spy poison ah yeah 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 right so the the theory the theory at the moment is another poisoning done by Putin to A undermine western democracy and B to make Theresa May force the English team out of the world cup and people are saying it's because Putin is afraid that England are going to win and he wants Russia to win so his plan to get them out of the world cup is to poison someone in Salisbury that's the theory, not my theory. That's a wow. theory people are actually... I don't even know where to go with that. Yeah, where do you go with that? Let's get back to Francisco. Let's go to South America. It's just, you know what it is? It's so it's so awful, though, and so kind of incredible in the same way to think how one person can have such a huge impact. Right. Like, he wasn't obviously killing everyone himself. No. But he did at one point have mutiny on his hands. Oh, did he? Yeah, and he like, drew, he did appear, and this is pretty baller, and I don't know if this is true, but apparently he drew a line in the sand and was like, people want to stay, stay, people want to go, fine, fuck off. So, like, he ruled with quite an iron fist, mm. you know, and the promise of gold and shit mm. was high, but he was very much in charge and very yeah. much had a plan of what they were going to do. Yeah. Do you think, so what do you think about people like him being evil? Like, you know, colonizers, old, old, ye oldie tyrants. You know, I wish that there was this. I do think there's some people that are evil. Mm. I think that's very, very rare. See, even like serial killers, I think very few of them are just pure evil. Right. Um, and a lot of that might be to to do with like being psycho, full, full blown psychopaths and stuff. Yeah. Which is again incredibly rare. Uh. Um, I actually think very similarly. This the kind of conquistadors people do stuff like that. 
I just think part of it's a lot of it's human nature. Yeah. People, not that that makes it justifiable. I think even the way I watch now, the way people act, see if you allow yourself to act in little ways. It's like a gateway drug, these Mm. little acts that you think are, you know, it's little bad behaviour. Yeah. They're like gateway drugs. And that's what it is. He didn't start off like just slaughtering thousands of people. It's like he just sort of got a taste for it because yeah the power and the, the money right. also the fact that there was a pressure in terms of like who could kind of find all these gold cities first mm. so it was kind of like this if it's not me it's going to be them and then yeah. they'll get what I deserve and yeah. like really human nature is awful and I think we need to kind of yeah. examine that yeah. like see anytime you like people that like cheat on their poor pregnant wives and like well. people that like and internet trolls that leave like horrifyingly abusive comments to people online or all these different little behaviours mm, those were like... the other problems that we're going to do today Lisa god damn it spoiler alert what Just I was just making a joke that the two things that you said were the last problems ah, right. we're going to do okay. sorry I, I, well, I was I'll like, are they? Are I'm they? quite sleepy. My, my, I don't feel like all my jokes are landing, mm. but I've definitely got a couple of shots in there I'm really happy with. Anyway, so. can I just finish my point? Yeah, go on then. Yeah, so I just think all these little things are sort of I think that ability to do that and be like him is probably in all of us um, mm. if we don't keep that behaviour in check. How do you keep it in check? How do you personally keep it in check? Because I know you really want to be a serial killer. I know, part of me would just love it. like, uh, But I'm too... Catholic guilt? No, I'm too nice. Yeah, you are too nice. That's your problem. That's no, I'm too... I, I, it's you. not even... I'm not nice and so no one says that about me. <laughs> Um, I'm too I'm very empathetic which I see as a curse to be honest I'd rather not be like to be Mm. honest being selfish makes you have an easier life Mm. not thinking about how things affect other people is easier yeah but that's the modern curse I also don't have any sort of bloodlust which I'm sad about no I don't know things go really tits up like you leave me and I'm like penniless and stranded if I have no other options, I might just force myself into serial killing. Just so I have some sort of infamy. Fair play. You know? I can understand that, yeah. So, and I can a... see me, like, in prison with my tinfoil hat, like, Eileen at the end. That's you know, a... like, really mental, just talking about people recording her. I could see me as that. Yeah, that's a reasonable pivot, I think. Yeah, so. I agree. But, no, I think all of us have that. Like, even you, saying that you did that stuff with a Harry Potter fan. Yeah, That's yeah. definitely not your most evil thing, but I'm sure you've done evil stuff. Not to the extent of him, but, you know, little things that you kind of feel bad about. Yeah. I have too. And it can get away from you. And I guess that's the thing. Surrounding yourself by people that accept that behaviour. Yeah. Not checking in on your own behaviour. Not sort of reflecting on your own behaviour. Yeah. Also lying to yourself. Mm. That seems to be the key. People lie to themselves and they justify that behaviour. They kind of delude themselves. They do. The ability to delude yourself is really important in that aspect. It is totally, yeah. Again, that's something you know. I think we probably pops up quite a lot in the podcast. Eh? Uh-huh. People's ability to delude themselves and do the sort of mental gymnastics to rationalise their own behaviour. Completely, is, and that's probably what is, he did. He probably rationalised it so much, like well, he had he me, had stupidity and God on his side. Yeah, well, right. The two of the worst fucking horrifying consequences for a lot of people. Well, this is it, yeah. Um. And yeah, you're right, probably a lot of things played into it. The fact mm. that they probably were seen as less than human, so it wasn't as yeah. an evil deed. And also, I think the fact it's so fucking easy for them as well. Like, 
half of the indigenous deaths were supposedly because of just disease that was just passively carried over by European settlers. But so much of well, but so much of it was as well. It was how they killed them. They would shoot cannonballs and like guns and like let their horses just ram it through. Like and you know the Incans were there. Like what's happening? Like how do you even fight that? Totally. That was the thing. It was almost too easy for them. And then the reward, the spoils were like crazy. Uh It's not like you're finding a little, a few gold coins. You're finding piles of gold. They never did find El Dorado, did they? No. They didn't. Anyway, so, fuck that guy. I wish yeah. he just fucking... Final thoughts? Ugh, I'm glad. No wonder his mum left him at a fucking church. She knew. Right. Ugh, I wish he just topped himself before this happened. He is literally the modern day... No, the the olden day Roxy Andrews. My name is Roxy Andrews and I'm here, here to, to say. <laughs> My final thoughts for Francisco are Vite a la mierda. I mean, it's fuck you in Spanish, according to Google Translate, so if you speak Spanish, that's wrong, sorry. <laughs> I was like, what is he preparing on his Yeah, phone? get that bad boy ready, lining <laughs> that motherfucker up. Francisco. Francisco. Conquistador. <laughs> Should we move on to problem numero deux? Ugh, Wait, yeah. that was, was numero deux, is that? What language is that? <laughs> Help me! Right, okay, here we go. <clears throat> Ready for this bad boy? <laughs> Wait, should you display any of your other language skills? Uh, what other ones are there? I don't know, what other oh, ones do you have? Entschuldigen Sie mein schlechtes Deutsch, ja? Your German's probably your best. No, my German accent and the one German phrase I can say is the best. <laughs> I can say literally, Guten Tag and bitte Entschuldigen Sie mein schlechtes Deutsch. That's I quite say, an advanced phrase. Anjong Haseo. Okay. Um, I can say, um, Je voudrais pas une pizza. Which I think, I think means like, I don't know, it probably means like I'm riding my bike on a pizza or something, I don't know, I, I forget the French. Milan Vichria people, I have a green hat in Finnish. Because, yeah, important. Cause, yeah, important, good to, good for people to know that you have a green hat. <laughs> um, nah, I'm out, I'm done. I mean, you could say hi in a lot of languages. Oh yeah, totally, yeah, like four or seven, who knows, so many languages. Okay. Shall we move on to the problem? Yeah, it's just... Uh, I feel bad for making jokes because this shit is dark. Oh, really? A little bit. Well, not not like I mean. Okay, it's not the darkest. I feel like now I'm qualifying it, and like no, it's it's going to be like not dark enough for some people, and like you'll be like, I wasn't dark at all. Yeah, and, sometimes you and do. And some it people so will be like, oh, you have just been funny, and that's actually really serious. So I'm just going to uh, read it, and we'll just okay. let you be the judge, listener. Here we okay. go. Backstory for context. A couple of years ago, my mother-in-law surprised us all by getting a quick divorce, a 31-year marriage to a pastor, and moving 15 15 hours away to, as she put it, where God was calling her to pursue her dream job with a fresh start. Four months later, she informed us that she was dating someone she had known from her original hometown, who also just happened to live in her quote-unquote fresh start town. Through the internet, we quickly discovered he has a past conviction for molesting one of his own children. My husband and I did our homework and managed to secure a couple of notarised copies of the records, including his guilty plea and confession. Ooh. We converted her mother-in-law. She gave some sob story about how it was all a big misunderstanding. We presented her with the court documents, and she went off on us, yelling about invasions of privacy, etc. We continued speaking to her so we could express our concerns about what this relationship could mean for her future. Three months after that, she eloped with him. Six months after that, I had our daughter. My mother-in-law has never met her, and we don't plan on allowing her to, 
not in her current state of mind. She refuses to acknowledge that she was deceitful and doesn't agree that allowing him to be around her daughter is risky. The last time we tried talking to her about this eight months ago, she told us to get over it and love her anyway. She seems to be of the opinion that she made the right decision and we should all go along with it and be one big happy family. We haven't spoken to her since, although family members, including her mother, have tried to intervene and appeal to us by trying to make us feel guilty. Mother-in-law has made no attempt at this point to surprise us with visits or do anything illegal. Um, the issue is that assuming nothing drastic changes over the next several years, how do we prepare for eventually addressing this with our daughter and future children? I realise it's too complex for a small child to grasp and I imagine we'll need to reveal more as she gets older. Where do we start? How do we progress? No, just tell her granny died. Yeah. Well, no, but do people say that's really bad for children. What? To lie about death. Because what if she, what if she's like, you know, thirty-two, then she finds out. Just tell her that she's actually a witch and she can't see her gran because if she does, her gran will turn into a ball of wax. That's why Sabrina couldn't see her mum. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um. Oh, holy shit! That is an intense. Yeah, that problem. fucking sucks. Um. Wow. I mean, can I just? Oh my god! What a tough situation to be in. Yeah. Can I just clarify my my issue on paedophiles? Yes. So firstly, my issue in paedophiles, my, my Number stance, one, they are bad. Well, firstly, I understand that it's a problem that no one asks to be a paedophile. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a mental condition. You know, no one asks that or wants for that. Yeah. But I try to be very open-minded. See, even when I consider things like, not open-minded, but like, even like serial killers, I try to be very balanced. Yeah, you try to just you be know? kind of like objective. Yeah, like for example, when I talk about so many serial killers were very abused, so in a way we have to look at that as society's fault in a way. Absolutely, completely agree with you 110%. It's always really important to consider that. But when it's paedophiles, I just can't. Yeah. I just... Well, I mean... The, the, look, the fact is their crimes are so awful. Yeah. That I just can't... Not that all paedophiles are criminals. Obviously, I'm talking about the ones that are criminals. Yeah, the people who have acted on it or yeah. accessed in these um, or something. And it's like, it's just so awful. And you know, and you know, we talk we talk about kids all the time. We don't want them, blah, blah. You know, yeah, we, we, we do not want children. But there, some, there's something about someone that would do something to someone that's so vulnerable. Yes. Is so repugnant oh, and awful. horrifying. It, awful. It, it's just, you can't even deal with it. Again, talking about like the mental gymnastics that people will perform in order to justify what they're doing. Like, oh, I mean, Jesus like Christ. Like, how, how fucking delusional, like you said before, do you need to be to be like, this is fine, what I'm doing is fine. Well, there was a really interesting documentary on Channel 4 about this guy basically came out as a paedophile. Yeah. And he wanted to talk about it. And he was very tortured by it, as yeah. you would be, and he'd never committed a crime. Had he, he never downloaded images no. or anything? No. Well, according to him. Uh, well, this is it, yeah. Um, But, in a way, it's... I mean, well, imagine that was your kind of sexual identity like that was your mm. thing you know yeah. how difficult that would be you know asking anyone to refrain from their to, to completely you know delete any sort of sexual thought from your mind it, yeah. would be very difficult totally but well let's take him at face value and say that you know he he, he had legitimately never downloaded a picture or done anything but like you know it, it's just ugh. 
I mean, if it was me, I'd probably just talk myself. What? I would kill myself. If, if I was a paedophile, yeah, I would kill Yeah, myself. that's fair. Although, I mean, smaller chance of that happening to you because you're a woman, right? Yeah, I'm. Mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's almost like women are pro- are basically never in that conversation. Yeah. Even though it does happen, women. Are yeah, of course, but far smaller numbers. It's just sorry. We should probably put a trigger warning at the start of this. Oh God, yes. I would try and remember this at the end. Try um, and remember record it. But like, it, oh, how I, how could you allow? And you know, it's not even allowing someone to. I mean, obviously, how could you allow that man to be around your kids? Like, you could never. No. Right? But it's not even that. They, they don't even have a prior relationship to him. No, no, God, Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's thing, not yeah. like it's like your uncle that, you know, that you knew for 20 years. That right? You've just found out this about him. So you'll have a, some sort of, And not that I'm saying that I would have a... Uh, even if I... But you know what I mean? There's yeah. no other basis to go on. No. I would wonder, though. They said they got court records, which is almost impossible to do. Really? I would wonder that... If freedom of information, surely. No, I, well, no, because it depends. Because what I mean is, you can be put on the sit child the this this the register yeah. for a lot of different things. Uh huh. Like you could be put on that for like pissing in the street. Mm-hmm. For also getting a prostitute. Not that any of those things are okay, but that doesn't necessarily make someone a paedophile. True. Um, and I know a lot of people have that. You know where they think someone's a paedophile and they're actually not, but let's have a look and just go back over the letter and see what she said again. Yeah, I'd like um, check it. So through the internet, they discovered he has a past conviction. It's because that's a big thing. See, especially in like America and stuff. Mm. You know, like people have been like chased out of towns and. Yeah. Um, I mean, she does say we managed to secure a couple of notarized copies of the records, including his guilty plea and confession. Right. So yeah, that's. I just don't know how they would get access to that specifically. Because I was watching oh, another America, thing. They probably fucking rolled up with the guns and said yee ha another one said, I was Boy, watching howdy, another and thing over. and it was like a they'd made like a paedophile community. Yes, I have heard. You know, because that's a huge problem. Like paedophiles, it's almost impossible for them to find somewhere to live. Um, and so they made like a little community, and one of the guys that lived there was there because he had got a prostitute or something. But then obviously everyone else are, was there because they. Uh-huh. It was just like. Ugh. So. Yeah, I mean, good so God. We, so we got your stance on paedophiles. What? About, what would you do in that situation? Because, like, I think this woman almost feels guilty. Like she's justifying why she would cut her mother-in-law well, out of her life. Well, I think she's been made to feel like she's been the asshole. Well, yeah, because the rectors are, are fucking uh, how, grand, how? grandmother-in-laws put on the on the blower. Like, well, maybe she maybe they could have a relationship with a gran, but how is it never going to... And I'm assuming the gran seems to have very much been very stern about this. So it seems to be she's been like, have a relationship with me, have a relationship with my new husband. Yeah. Which is completely out of the question. And ultimately, if you're a parent, and I know all parents will agree with this, your number one, number one priority in life is your children. Hell yeah. Protecting your children. Yes. So you're just going to have to accept that that person is no longer in your life. Yeah. I. What do you think about cutting people out of your life? Because I tell people to do it constantly. I think it's very, very, very difficult. And I have done it. Mm-hmm. And it was very, very difficult. Yeah. Um, I think... I mean, I probably... Do you regret it? No, not at all. Mm. But then I definitely gave it way too long. Like, I probably should have done it years before. Yeah. Um, I really dragged it out. Because it was. I found it very hard to do. And I have this weird infinite hope of people. You do, I yeah. constantly feel like I can, like, 
we can fix things or we can make things better. Yeah. But ultimately, people become can become so toxic to you mm. that you are actually almost self-harming by keeping them in your well, life. Well, yeah, you're gaslighting yourself like mm-hmm. in a major way. That's the thing. You know, you just tell yourself like, no, I'm just being unreasonable and this person could change and it's just this. I mean, a lot that. of that's you protecting your own self and that's like... Yeah, you, know, you said sense of self, right? Yeah, it's like self-preservation. Mm. But that isn't even what this is. No. This is just like, this is very clear cut to me. Yeah. Like, again, and like I said... It's not even like she had a relationship with this man before this. She didn't know this is a complete stranger yeah. who's also a paedophile. Like, totally. why would you want that person in your life? Exactly. And do you know what as well? Like, he fucking molested his own child as well. Which is... Which is like, I mean, I, there's not a fucking good type of paedophile, but surely that's the worst. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Well, that's someone... That your own child, to mm. their parent, is the person they're meant to trust the most totally. in the world. And you've completely destroyed that. Can't I mean? Sh- shouldn't there be some sort of legal framework that would allow her to get a restraining order against her mother because she associates with a danger a person who's dangerous? Well, to, to be her honest, daughter? she probably would, but I don't think there's a need for that because I don't think the mum's there. Ah, my son! Oh, my hairy black son! We have a cat here, guys. Lisa has decided to just stop talking and say hi to the cat. So that's uh, um, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I would. Assume they could probably get that restraining order, mm. but it doesn't seem like the gran is is forcing it. Yeah. I just, I'm shocked that everyone wouldn't be like, yeah, he can't be near any of the kids. Yeah, I know. Like, imagine this be like, come on, come on, guys, we've got a. F-. It just reminds me of like, you know, you see like a really stupid person's Facebook comment, and it's like, what's done is done. The past is in the past. We've got to forgive and forget and move on. Some people, you know, God, you can't even be forgiven for making a mistake anymore. You always see those posts. Don't you? Do yeah. I saw a post and it was just like that, <laughs> word for word. And I just thought, you fucking arsehole. Do you know what? I always say, Lisa. What? Forget, but never forgive. <laughs> Good. I just honestly can't believe that everyone wouldn't be on board with this. Yeah, like, I, I feel like, you know, it should be excommunicated from the family at large. But no, it seems to be a case of, well, you're just overreacting. Plus, it's not just like, the, the grant is being so delusional. She's being insane. Yeah. Like... The fact that, I mean, she's obviously in her head, oh, they just don't want to accept my new life and they just can't handle the fact that I got divorced from their father mm. and they just can't, ha- they just don't want me to be happy. Guaranteed, that is her dialogue. Guaranteed, that is the shit she says. They just don't want me to be happy. They just can't accept that I married I mean, someone new. No, bitch, they can't accept he's a fucking pedo. But the thing is as well, she's married for 31 years to a pastor and someone who's obviously a fucking piece of dirt is probably a very good manipulator. And you know, when she's you know, like the girl kind of implied in the letter, like she just happened to move for her dream job. Oh no, no, no! I think this was all like a weird thing. But I think, I like, think in well, my head, when you read that, they were like high school long lost lovers, and he like moved away, and they've just recently reconnected a few years ago on Facebook. Yeah, and they got chatting about old times, and then it became flirty, and then she started being like, "I hate my pastor husband. He's so boring." I don't what, know. What she, this woman is the, the the mother is giving me serious Rosemary West vibes, like Rose West. Icon. Yeah. What do you think of that comparison? No, I don't fuck, think she's. Fuck you then. I think she's more That's my like. Hot take for the week. Shot on. Yeah, I think she's more like. 
can I speak to your manager type. You saw the vibe you're getting off of. Yeah, I'm getting that. And she's just like, I just want to be happy now. You know, she just wants to have her pure Chardonnay and out with the girls. But her past, her husband's like too serious and boring. And, you know, he's happy to be an old man. And I've got so many good years left. So she wants to get her pure toy boy back from her high school days. She gets some feather tips. Yeah, get completely. A, butter, a butterfly tattoo and a wrist, a pair of glasses with red frames. Yes. She got like a little like like a ladies convertible she'd call it, where it's like a small pink car with two seats and a convertible roof. Completely. She's the new fucking manageress at Bath Bed and Beyond. She, yeah, completely. Yeah. And she's totally like that's her thing now. And now she, that's how she talks. Like they just can't accept it. They just won't want to be happy. Mm. They just can't accept that I'm just not a mum, that I have still more to give. All this shit. And yeah. it, like, she's completely deluding herself that the problem isn't the fact that he's a fucking paedophile. Totally. Uh, no, no, Brenda. That's all, that's all that's wrong. God, that Brenda's back again. <sighs> in terms of the kid, I think they should get professional advice because what you tell your child in their formative years is so important. And I, I wouldn't agree. even want yeah, to speculate. Because I wouldn't even want, because I am very confident talking about what to say to grown ups. But kids are like, I'm like, hey, what, who, how do you work? I don't know how you understand how your brain works, child and you know we get so fucked up in our formative years and I wouldn't want to be like oh granny went away in a spaceship <laughs> and then you grow up to be like an arsonist or something do you know what I mean or you're like I don't know it could give you some sort of goals and future you're like you grow up to be obsessed with like alien abduction yeah. and you become like a you know like you get like an RV and you become yeah. like an alien hunter and I mean I'm really here for that I'm really here yeah, for that you're just people. you're just a fantasizer about this yeah, life for yourself you go to right? Roswell and you like have loads of like star maps and you're like you know, like, you get a call on the radio and someone's like, there's a new wreck, and you go there, yeah. and you're, like, convinced it's alien, and you're, like, constantly trying to break into Area 51. That's all because your gran was abducted by aliens. Right, fuck me. And then your mum and your mum and dad are like, Ugh, if we hadn't told them that, they could have went to Harvard. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah. Instead, they live in an RV. <laughs> Not well, that Why did your that. RV have tinfoil on the inside of all the walls? Um, not that I'm shading that. Love an RV. But like, hey, we we fucking did some time in a caravan, so we are in no position to judge. Have we ever talked about our time in the caravan? We lived in a caravan for a while, guys. Oh, it was so good. We are bums. I loved it. It was so good. Yeah, to be honest, it was fucking awesome. It was like a small, cozy, cute room. It was so good. Um, but yeah, no, I think you could probably just say that Gran lives far away. I mean, they won't know who Gran is, so just don't mention yeah. it. They're not... Will children even have that understanding? Like I don't know. You know, we'll the, a, I, I have one gran. Because if you just say, here's gran, you know, they're not yeah. going to know where's your mum. You I both mean, should have mums. We probably could have Googled this before ahead of time, but... Well, I don't know. know the problem ahead of time. But I, that's you sprung part, it on me. Yeah, but you... I would just say I've already said try to get professional advice and you're just trying to answer it anyway. Yeah, well, that's your opinion. I like well, to you, answer it. I don't like to, you know. to keep listeners waiting. Okay. Okay, I'm not going to just what, pass the buck here. What are you settling on then? If people pay me for my advice, dude, no one pays me. But people come here for our advice. We can't just say get professional help. We could technically say that to every problem. Yeah, then it'd be a lot easier to do this goddamn podcast then. Hi, you're Next listening problem. to you, okay, hun? Get professional advice, guys. Don't listen to us. Have a good week. See you later. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little kissy at the end. It was like so it. gross. Yeah. I was repulsed. Okay, I uh, normally do a kind of funny problem for the last one, but this isn't really that funny, but I want to talk about it anyway. Oh, great. It's, it's kind of, oh, come on. Oh. I guess I, I thought it would be interesting to talk about. Okay. I, I'm going to read the headline. Okay. Just get it out of the way early on. I secretly watch anime after my wife goes to bed. Why am I ashamed of this? 
Oh. Around 10 years ago in college, I started watching One Piece with some friends, which is basically an anime about cool pirates with superpowers, and it's just kind of fun and entertaining cartoon to watch. I stopped watching it once I got into grad school, eventually got married to a wonderful woman and we have a toddler together now. When our toddler was a newborn, I volunteered to take on the nighttime feedings, as I've always been more of a night owl and was happy to stay up a little later so that my wife could get a good night's rest. Aww. This worked really well, it gave me quality time alone with our newborn and we were both able to sleep well, her a little earlier, me a little later. Reading various parenting books and blogs and posts, I feel like this strategy was very successful and we recognise that we're very privileged even having the opportunity to do that. I have very flexible hours at work and she was on maternity leave. One of these nights, while I was bored and waiting for the baby to take up, I remembered I was watching One Piece over a decade ago, so I looked it up and there were many hundreds of new episodes that I could watch, so I started watching the series again. And it's still great. I continue watching it even after our baby grew out of night, uh, needing nighttime feedings. Now he sleeps through the night, and I'll still watch an episode of One Piece a few nights a week before I go to bed. Aww. But it feels like some kind of shameful secret. Like I wouldn't watch it while my wife is awake, even if we'll watch other episodes of TV together occasionally. I know that lots of adults watch anime. Still, I feel ashamed of watching it because I know lots of children watch anime too, and the stereotypical adult who watches anime seems like a negative stereotype in my mind. No fucking shit. It's the kind of secret where I wouldn't be utterly mortified if my wife found out, but part of me does fear being judged negatively over it. Should I share this with my wife? Should I just not worry about it and continue being discreet? Why do I feel shame over this? Aww. He seems like a nice man. Yeah. Did you feel a connection to it? Yeah, well, I, it kind of resonated with me a little bit, so I thought I'd bring it up. Yeah, because do you want to just talk about your So I game? love to play a computer game called World of Warcraft. Mm. I, I just want to clarify, I don't paint models, I don't dress up in armour and go to conventions, I don't dress up and go to the middle of a field and have medieval battles, I don't have any World of Warcraft tattoos, I don't have any fedoras, I am not a Nazi, and I also don't like anime. That is a lot of the assumptions people That have. is a pretty fair assumption well, that you have because that's the problem, actually. So what happened this? to me in 2006. Here's what happened. 2006, my friend Ryan said to me, oh, you should try this computer game I've got on my laptop. It's fucking brilliant. I've been playing loads of it. And I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. I like computer games like FIFA and football games. Ha, I'm a bloke. What is it? And he was just like, oh, it's called World of Warcraft. So I was like, well, that sounds like it's for fucking losers. No thanks, loser. I, and then he just insisted, insisted, insisted. So I tried it, right? And I made a character and it was called Scrug. And it was a big cow, and I was just like, why is this? This is terrible. I hate this stupid, stinking game. And I thought nothing more of it. And about a week later, I was just uh, saying, I thought, maybe, maybe I was too harsh. I'd, I'd be interested to give it a try again. There was something about it. There was something about it. <laughs> so I went back to his house, and I gave it a crack again. This time, I made an elf rogue called Frascato. And a lot of Italian people whispered me in Italian, but I don't speak Italian. I just liked the iced beverage <laughs> at the time. So uh, that was a big mistake. And, but this time, I was like, okay, no, I like this. This is good. So, you know, I did what naturally anyone would do when they decide to kind of like a computer game and are vaguely interested in it. I immediately went out and, like, got a PC on credit, which I couldn't afford, so that I could play it myself and got my own account. Uh, and this was 2006. And apart from a couple of... Uh, there's maybe, like, a year once where I didn't play it and a couple of, kind of, like, three to six-month spells, I've pretty much played this solidly, consistently through this entire time. And I feel very judged by that because it is... <laughs> for losers who wear fedoras Wait, and have wife pillows. You're missing, they're missing so much of this. So firstly, 
Like, we have to explain. Firstly, I would like to explain. Dave is a very obsessive person. I am. So, I'm obsessive about lots of things, but I think my obsessions kept much more in check. Dave is the type of person that, like, can't eat, like, one ice cream. He'll have the whole box. I will eat, like, literally every ice cream you put in front of me. Like, if you buy, like, ice cream Mars bar, Dave Dave eats those by the box. Yeah, no, yeah, four. There's four in the box. If you start watching a TV series that he likes, like, he will literally watch it for three days and then it's done. Yeah. Totally, 100%. But then you just won't watch another TV show for like nine months yeah. and then you'll find one you like it. Very, very obsessive like that. Yes. So another thing is, when we first met, so I've never been into computer games and don't really know anything about that. So I always had a job and I heard someone talking about World of Warcraft and I was like, ugh, what is this? What is this pure sad, pathetic game? I just met Dave at the time. He didn't tell me anything about this. Nope. Blah blah, it's it's all fine. We we obviously get together. Don't hear anything about this. It, time goes by, and then I remember you were sick, and I went to buy some DVDs or something because you were sick. Yeah. And I go into HMV, and who is there but your lovely friend Martin Barker? He was a former guest in the podcast. Former Thank guest you, Martin. Is, it, is it episode three? I think so. Shout out to Martin. Hey Martin. He tells me that Dave played World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. So I am, like, slightly shocked and appalled by this because I'm like, why would you have kept that from me? And then turns out it is revealed, his deep, dark secret of not only just slightly play this game, it was just, you know, <laughs> very intense dedication. I played the shit. Now, long hours dedicated Now listen, to a game. lot of people listening will have heard of World of Warcraft and they will have heard of, like, Korean people dying in internet cafes playing it. I just want to qualify that it wasn't quite to that extent. Mm. That's people. People will associate me with like the the fucking people pissing on a bottle and a shit. I in a think if you went took a bad turn, life went bad for you. You will ask hundred percent how you'll. Oh, die. I mean the first the first thing that you <laughs> listen right. Like you, I come home one day right, and you have like fallen and can't get up, and you've died <laughs> tragically on the floor. The first thing I will do will not be to phone an ambulance, but will to apply to a hardcore raiding guild in World of Warcraft because I know very well that's what my life's going to be after that. But look, I have carried a lot of shame about that. And but, it was actually the advice uh, that made me comfortable enough to talk about it right now of a one Mona Lisa who said to me, just got to fucking own it. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? And that, because I, I, I remember, and it's funny, because I remember one of my things that I used to be really kind of slightly felt, not people used to try and make me feel awkward about was the, the, how much I loved Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And I know now it's cool to like all those things. You know, like, it's cool to be like, oh, I just love a 90s TV show, like, Clueless and Sabrina. But, like, ultimately it's a show about a little girl with magic and a talking cat. And people were shady about this when I was much younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being like, why are you fucking you judging me? Like, how dare you? Yeah, who the fuck are you? And what me. I realise is, see if you just own something, no matter yeah. how shit it is, or perceived shit... Then no one can sort of take that. Like people can only judge you if you allow them to judge you, and so who fucking cares? If you like something and it brings you joy, then fucking own that shit. Like you're all the only way you can be judged is if you allow it to happen. Yeah, but you're get if you if you are like worried about being judged, and if someone calling you a geek for watching World of Warcraft or like a fucking neck beard for watching anime or whatever, like you're giving it power over you completely. And, and there are certain things that there are certain things and things that people can bully about bully you over and say to you that 
the power is out with your control. If it's a slur, if it's gendered, if it's racist or whatever, mm. you know, if it's homophobic, if it's a transphobic, it's anything like that. It does, there's a power out in the culture. But if it's something stupid like a hobby, if it's something that you've chosen to do or that you just happen to enjoy that's cultural or insignificant, you are given it that power. Well, you also, I think, have to think about why it bothers you so much. I know for me, weirdly with Sabrina, the reason it bothered me so much was because Sabrina was a weirdly comforting thing to me. And you know, I know a lot of people that have this. You know, when you have your certain things that are like really comforting to you. Yeah. Like certain films. Like I always watch First Wife Club or Romeo and Michelle or sometimes I watch The Wizard of Oz. Um, and Sabrina, these things are so comforting to me. They make they any anything to do with the Spice mm. Girls is so comforting to me. It, it's you've I've added more emotional weight to it than is kind of necessary. Totally. And people might be shady and they might be thinking they're just talking about a TV program. And I know for you, similarly to the anime guy, it was just a lot of the kind of connotations of what that type of person is. Yeah. You wanted to avoid that. You don't want to think, you know, those people could be like that, but that's not me. Well, especially especially twenty eighteen. Like do do I do I think that I want anyone to associate me with gamers? Fuck no. But I mean, in a way though, but that's, yeah, and I get that, but in a way there's millions of people that are gamers oh, but, that are yeah, just not the, that. Yeah, yeah, no, compl- of course there are. Obviously, the majority of peak gamers yeah. are not like that, because the majority of gamers are women. So, again, weird if the majority of gamers hated women, and they were women, that would be a lot of self-hating women. But, I'll look at you, mind blown by that little fact. Did you know that women were the majority of gamers? No, I'm not yeah, because mind they, blown they, at all. Oh, well, fuck you then. Uh, but, <laughs> You know, it's. I was only kind of just making. A, I wasn't really meaning like I am embarrassed of it. Now I'm not. Like I have okay. like to say to people like, yeah, I fucking play World of Warcraft. What of it? I'll fight you. Which I think is a much healthier way to deal with it. Like, <laughs> no, I'm no. I'm I'm way more open about it. Now. I'm like, yeah, I play World of Warcraft. It's a really good game. I like it. You know, and you know, I do try and maintain a little bit of like because my problem was always like I wanted to be seen as cool. I didn't want. I wanted to be like aloof and cool. I didn't want people to judge me, and so I didn't want people to know that I played that because I feel like it took away from the fact that he wears black and he's got tattoos and he knows lots of books and music because he's so cool. You know, See, I, I had a manic knew... pixie dream boy fantasy about myself. Right. Basically, is what See, I'm saying. See, I always knew I was cool, so therefore anything I liked or did was cool right. because I did it. Of course, yes. So. Yeah, that's no, basically. totally. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you, you're not self conscious at all. You have no no self image issues whatsoever. In reality, though, it's so hard because people are so judgmental, and I guess that's the thing. Again, yeah. people might not understand the weight to things, um, and things may. But in reality, I love finding out when people are like love or obsessed yes. with weird stuff. I think it, I I love when finding out people are into really geeky things, and I'm just like, yeah, this is great. A yeah, weird thing, just so. really weird thing. I like love candle that. vlogging. Yes. Right. Or like, you know when you meet someone, they're like, oh, I like Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm like, I remember working with someone who did the weird painting of the little the things. Hammer. And there's a shop in Dundee that it's like a, was like a toy shop or something. A games know. Workshop. Right, what is that? Is it's it like a, a shop with just the models and stuff for Warhammer. Right, but then it used to always be like all the shops would be closed at a certain time of night and they'd all be in there painting things. Yeah, and, and I remember just being they had like, battles and stuff. It's right, but I remember, I didn't know what this was, right? I have no idea what this was. And I remember always walking past it being like, what, is, what are they doing in there? And then I met someone that did it. And I was like, well, so you just paint little people. What? I was so interested by it. Do you know who I actually think is a really incredible type of person, right? Because you said Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, now that I'm an adult, I'd probably give that a crack. I'd be interested to see what I, it was like. Look, can I can I reveal something to you? Yes. I don't really understand what Dungeons and Dragons is. Okay. 
Also, one time I was in uni, I was in like the union, which I never really went to because art school people just don't leave the art school. Yeah. And this person was playing a game with like a dice that was a weird dice and cards. And I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either, so I'm just going to skirt past that. Okay, so Dungeons and Dragons. So Dungeons and Dragons, really... like, is basically like it's a it's a role playing game, but and, it's like, in your imagination. Kind of, but you sit at the table and what like I was going to Stranger say, Things. Yes, yeah, that's what they were playing. They were playing like Dungeons and Dragons, but someone has to be like the dungeon master, so they have to like I think like come up with the plot or like guide people on the plot right. and read out like oh the 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 golem swings his mighty fist. Right. Do you wish to parry? Okay. And you're like, yeah, and you roll a dice and the dice decides whether you successfully parry the golem fist. Well, blah, 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 blah. Can I just say, okay, yeah, obviously I kind of grasp that from Stranger Things. and But I just don't get how... Look, see, to be honest, we should probably teach children it. Because what imagination skills people develop? Yeah. Because that's what I don't understand. How is it good? You know, they're all like, oh, we're in a fucking, we're in a fucking fiery castle. And I'm like, no, we're not. Like, Right. I don't know. I don't know if I could get invested. I mean... You are dead inside, which is probably mm. why. Yeah, that's um, true. But I think, I don't know, I just, what I was going to say before was the dungeon master of the, the Dungeons and Dragons universe, the person who doesn't play the game, but prepares the game for other people, uh-huh. braver than the US troops. <laughs> yeah, true. True. But I know, I like when people have weird hobbies. And you know what? Totally. It's one of those things as well that like, see, to be honest, things if things are entertaining to one person, they're probably entertaining to most people. Yeah. Like, see if you actually tried it. Like, you know, I've been to sporting events, mm-hmm. which I do not enjoy, but I'm sure, like, I could understand it. Like, I get supporting a team and I get the energy of a crowd and I get that kind of passion. Like, I, I understand it. It's not for me personally, but like I can see why people like that. Yeah. And it's the same with computer games or the same with anime or anything. Yeah. And it's just sad that he would feel so kind of like Yeah. I think he should tell his wife. I no, completely. And I but think like, like if it's a bad reflection of her if you shitty about it. Completely. his is very his is very similar to yours though, because a lot of it is to do with the negative perception of these yes, people. Yes, that's very true. Like yeah. let's face it, if you well, I don't know, what else would people be scared to admit? If you're like a model plane builder, people don't have certain connotations about that. Yeah. How about if you... Um, I don't know what else is I don't for know, losers what other weird nerds. hobbies are there? Right, video games, anime, um, collecting body pillows, model airplanes. I love the body pillows. Oh, some people are really into just electronics. Like they like to build little circuits and stuff. Ah, That's yeah, one that yeah. Like if you've got like a recreational soldering iron... Possibly uh, you. Well, you might be a bomber though. Ham radios like as well. Ham radios, Ham radios which yeah. is weird because they're associated. Because it's kind of cool, but that's associated with that shit as well. Yeah, but what, what, what's what's there to like about stamp that? collecting, train spotting, stamp trick? Okay, so first train spotting. How did right, I forget train wait, spotting? So stamp collecting, I kind of get because the urge to collect things is kind of, and I'm sure they're kind of interesting. I mean, you're saying that because you're half magpie though. Well, yeah. Also, Alti, I just really wish I could have a collection of celebrity Barbie dolls. Yeah, you're just like collecting things and shiny things. You're a magpie. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But tra- I don't understand train spotting. Like, I genuinely, like, it's not like, right, you know when people go bird spotting? Don't really understand that either. Well, I do, I guess. Because, you know, it's like a surprise. You know, like, you're waiting all day you're for some fucking shit bird and then it appears that it's like it's like winning the lottery or something you know it's like yeah. the 
unknownness of it all. But train spotters, I could understand they're on track. It, right? They're on track, yeah, Steve. But and listen. there's a schedule to when they're coming and yeah. going. So, like, you can't be like, oh, there's the PR. But what there's if, the right? 562 from Livingston. Because, of course, it is. We just looked at the board that said it was coming. I could understand it if, you know, you, like, you're like, okay, I'm going to go down to the track at 3 p.m. because, like, the illustrious grandfather, a black steam engine that was built in 1942, has been done. Oh, like the, the Harry Potter trains coming. Yeah, no, I probably clocked yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. So, well, fuck, that's cool. I've seen that. Yeah, but I just, totally. It's when you see the dudes at the end of the platform and they're like, oh, yes, the the 1432 from Larbert has arrived one minute behind yeah, schedule. Some shitty yes, old it looks the like same as every tin. other yeah. battered, shitty ScotRail inner city train understand. that we have. Yes, brilliant. Wonder, like, what are you enjoying about that? That's what I do. If, if you're a train spotter, please let us know the, the, yeah, the means of enjoyment. Yeah, please let us know because maybe we're just being ignorant. Maybe we're just being exactly this is why the anime guy. Yeah, we're not king shaming. If you want to fuck a train, that's fine. Oh no, I'm really here for that. <laughs> um, I've never seen anyone that wanted to fuck a train. There was a guy that had was had a relationship with multiple cars. Yes. And a woman who loved a roller coaster. I went to school with a guy once, and for some reason we got on the subject of having <laughs> sex with a car. And you know, when you're a child and you're just like, how much would you, how much would you take money to to have sex with a oh, car? Oh yeah, you know when you're a child. And yeah, you talk yeah, about yeah, that. No, that's a really normal conversation. I remember this one kid. This one kid was just he would he was just like, no, I would never. And it got to the point we were saying, for for a million pounds, we're going to give you a million pounds. Would you put the end of your penis just dip it inside the the exhaust pipe a little bit? No, no. And he was really, <laughs> furious about it. Like the idea of fucking a car repulsed him so much. I think that's because he wanted to fuck trains and he just. He was like, no, I don't fuck. He was car phobic, autophobic. Ah, okay, maybe, maybe. Um, actually, connecting that to our first problem, it's actually more up near Mexico. But there's a really cool train that, like, randomly when you're like trying to get to Machu Picchu, and it's like the fanciest train in the world. Ooh. It has like a five star restaurant, <gasps> like restaurant car, and it's Ooh. like crazy. It's like so fancy. It's like. It's I like a, a, a train from the 20s with like, you know, like a little bar with like little bar stools and there's also an observation deck at the back, oh. which is just all glass, but it's all like old fashioned looking and like... Oh, that sounds so cool. It's named after the explorer that that discovered, well, the western explorer that's gone. Ah. Bingham or Bing some, something. Bigglesworth. Something B, who knows, but... Yes. Yeah. At train spotters, I don't get... It's like on... On Undateables, you know that show Undateables? There's a guy on it who's like, loves planes. I don't get it. Again, it's the same with the train. Like, you know what planes are coming in. Like, I don't understand it. But maybe if you, like, are really impressed by the, like, technical side of the kind of train slash plane, maybe that adds to it. Maybe it's about, like, the, you know you know about how it works. So, like, seeing it in per- person's like, wondrous. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Who knows? If you had to have a weird hobby, what would you go for? World of Warcraft. No, apart from that, like really weird. Uh, uh, end of the podcast. <sighs> <sighs> I can't think of a hobby. I'm struggling here. Help me. What would yours be? Sword swallowing. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna go with spoon swallowing. Do you know how you how you practice the sword swallowing? How with a coat a wire coat hanger. Really? Yeah, you like bend it so it's like flexible. Oh, right, not like the sharp pointy end. No, 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 no. Right, any last words for anime wife boy? I mean, you just gotta let it out there. You're letting it control you. Just yeah. bring it into the light. Just tell her. 
releases control it has over you. You're the one she's... that's given that power. Yeah, you're not watching hentai or anything. like. No, fuck. I know. Probably it's that's... Like... To be honest, that's another thing that's probably feeding into that, though. Like, you know. Yeah. You need to explain what anime is, because sometimes people think that anime is just, like, all porn. Be prepared with, like, a Wikipedia. <sighs> and just show it. Yeah. That it's nothing weird. Yeah. Nothing weird at all. You're a, you're a normal guy. You're really you do normal. You. you do you. You're a good dad as well. You do you. You seem man. like a nice man. Yeah, he does seem like a nice man. You don't often hear about a man be like, don't worry, I'll get the baby to sleep. You just rest up. You've had a hard day. That's rare. You do you, hon. You do you, hon. Okay, love you. Okay, Bye. Love you. Right, Send your problems. No, that's too, that's too abrupt. Is it too abrupt? Send you... the problems, please. Please, please. Please send problems. Please. Also, uh, give us a review. We haven't had a review since like, the start of May. Uh, Do I don't know. Just uh, and recommend this podcast to, to people. Yeah, tell someone about the podcast. Be like, if, hey, mum, you should check out this awesome podcast. If do you know you what do. podcast is? Cool. If if we get lots more problems and lots more good reviews, they will do something for everyone. What am I going to do? What are you volunteering me for? I don't know. We'll decide. Well, for fuck's sake, we'll have to think about that for next week. Yeah, we will. You better, you make a note to remember that because I've already forgotten it. <laughs> okay? Okay. Okay, now we can do it. Okay, okay love, love you. you. Bye. Bye! Happy 4th of July. Everybody come outside. Grab a plate, girl, don't you hide on 4th of July. Hot dogs and mac and cheese. Hamburgers and baked beans Boy, grandma's collard greens On 4th of July After din din We go see Green Lantern Ryan Reynolds blew it But I'll take your kids to it I promised your mother I would And if you're good We'll go to a bad neighborhood And set off fireworks I got from Wisconsin Trust me, kids, it'll be awesome Happy 4th of July Happy 4th of July Happy 4th of July Happy 4th of July